Tie on a bandana, then we lay him out. Fighting over two colors in the crayon box. It's no love. It's no love. Forty ounces in my cup and pulled up. All right, folks, so we are going to cover this. Um, this has been a long-standing topic, right, when we're talking about uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking, and all these uh, really bad publicity campaigns that have really bad advice of how to identify trafficking, right, stuff like, the person doesn't make enough eye contact with you or they ask for too many towels in the motel room and like all these weird ass things that are allegedly signs of trafficking. And people have pointed out that it's led to cases where, for example, like a father will be out with his daughter and someone will call the police and say he's trying to traffic his daughter or um, interracial couples or interracial families. Uh, oftentimes the black person in those situations is accused of trafficking a white family member or partner. And we shouldn't be surprised it happened again. This is coming out of Colorado. Um, a woman, a black woman from Aurora, Colorado, was at the Denver airport and had an issue uh, when a front, uh, Frontier Airlines passenger prompted an unpleasant experience with law enforcement. Uh, Lakey Janae Bailey, a 21-year-old black woman, was traveling from Denver to Dallas with her four-year-old adoptive sister, Olivia, who was white. When the pair landed at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, authorities were waiting for them at the gate. There were two police officers who came up to me and said, is it okay if we talk to you, said Bailey. An officer asked Olivia if she knows me, what I am to her, and what my mom is to her. So police, they get off a flight. And the first thing they see is a cop take this little four-year-old white girl and ask her if she knows her sister. That's kind of fucking traumatizing. Just a little bit. Uh, according to a DFW Department of Public Safety incident report, the officers were responding to a request from Frontier Airlines for law enforcement to meet them at the gate. According to Bailey, officers who spoke with her mom and a social worker to confirm pieces of information and then followed the pair to baggage claim before speaking with the person who picked them up. They were harassed from the moment they landed until the moment they left for being related to each other. Like, I can't emphasize how fucking grimy and dangerous this shit is. Uh, the whole time, Bailey says, there were people talking, talking about us, staring at us, and whispering. The incident report also says Frontier Airlines requested police to invest, investigate the matter after a passenger was concerned about a possible human trafficking incident involving a female born in 2001 who was traveling with a female born in 2017. <laughs> like, I just, I, I don't understand why you would see a family traveling together and your first thought is, yeah, they're trafficking that little innocent white girl. Uh, for Bailey, the underlying factor is obvious. If the rules were changed and it was a white person walking off the plane with a black person, a black child, things would be different. Yeah, they actually would be. Um, unless you're, uh, you know, like, uh, who is it? Cindy McCain did the same thing. She saw an interracial family and did the same exact thing. We really got to talk about the underlying racism that is part of the anti-trafficking movement. We uh. really... Right now, um, Alex Jones, um, well, for a great deal of this summer, mm -hmm. has uh, pushed a narrative that he's seeing um, full, uh, quote, full blown, full blooded Hispanics mm -hmm. with little blonde children in tow. Mm hmm. Yeah, so that propaganda is out there to who knows how many people. And not only that, but as that's happening, um, racist uh, anti-sex work people in ca um, Canada are pushing the idea 
that um, all of the trafficking is coming from black immigrants from the Caribbean and they're trafficking white women in Canada. So black men are coming from like Jamaica, Dominican Republic, you know, other places in the Caribbean and they're trafficking white women in Canada. How? So they're just like just sneaking up on them and just. Yeah, just grabbing them off the streets and shit. And they just kind of go booyaka and like because they're Jamaican. Because <laughs> they're Jamaican, which is actually like super interesting to me because the person who's saying that, I think her name is Andrea Hines, and she actually used to be a pimp. So, and she's a white woman from Canada who pimped out other white women, but she's telling Canadian media that black men are coming <laughs> up to Canada from the Caribbean and pimping out white women. She's literally saying black men are doing the thing that she herself did. <laughs> That's. Look, a lot of turf and swerf ideology is very linked to white supremacy, and you just you can't get away from the racism. Hmm. You really can't. Um, let's see what else is in this article. All right, so Bailey says if the rules were changed and it was a white person, a white person walking off the plane with a black child, things would be different. Uh, Frontier Airlines provided a statement to Denver Seven about the matter, confirming a passenger had concerns about human trafficking regarding the pair. Um, this is a quote, a concern was raised during the flight by another passenger who was sitting near the woman and child and suspected human trafficking. See, again, like I want to know who this person is and I want to, I want them to have to publicly defend what they saw. Cause all this says is they saw a woman and a child sitting near each other. That's a sign of human trafficking. An adult and a child sitting next to each other. Yeah. Like this person, um, Actually, no, this is uh, this is swap cast. Leave my commentary off. Oh, yeah, I have the same feelings, but I can't, <laughs> I can't say that here. But um, yeah, so then the passenger approached the flight, flight flight crew with those concerns and subsequently completed a written report to document her observations. I want to see that report. I want to know what those observations were. The captain was notified and felt an obligation to report the matter. So whoever took down this report as a passenger, not as a... Uh, trained human trafficking specialist, not as a lawyer, not as a judge, not as a law enforcement officer, not as anyone who has any special training. This is just a civilian who saw and said, I don't know. I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling. Right. And wrote down something so uh, concerning that the rest of the staff felt that they needed to report it to police. I want to know what was in that report. Hmm. FOIA requests could yeah. sw- can swap take out fo- make FOIA requests as an organization. Make, we can make FOIA requests. This might actually be quite worthwhile. Yeah, I, I uh, suggest it. Yeah, uh, the ca- so then the captain notified uh, was notified and felt an obligation to report the matter. Air travel is one of the most common means of human trafficking. I would like to see the stats on that. Wow, man, the boats still have it. I would, I would just like to see the stats. Uh, race played no part in the actions of the crew who were following established protocols. So now let's just assume for a minute that's true, that they were all just following protocols. Everyone did their job. Just the fact that that African is in this hemisphere is race playing a factor for five fucking centuries. This is Swapcast. <laughs> I mean, it's also that, but it's also... So the... And this is the thing where we talk about where, like, there's the injustice of systems themselves because if this is their protocols that seeing a black woman with a white child sitting by each other is um, a concern for trafficking what does that tell me about your protocols how useful are they if that's what triggers them like if that's what's setting off the alarm your alarm system is shit my friend 
<laughs> like, honestly. Um, and this is coming off the DenverChannel.com. So this local outlet, Denver 7, asked Frontier for a copy of the report and which established protocols the flight crew were following but have yet to receive a response. Right. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that with y'all because I know we talk about um, – you know, like sex trafficking and how it affects sex workers. But, you know, as it goes with everything, sex workers are the canary in the coal mine and eventually stuff spills out to other populations. Like there's nothing in this article to suggest that um, anyone in the family did sex work. Anyone was affiliated with sex work. This just happened to be racism that, you know, anti-traffickers love to trot out. And so here we are. So I just wanted to cover that and, you know, keep folks up to date. How probable do you think it is? Like, because the thing is, SWAP is a functioning organization that already has shit to do. Yeah. Like, should I just get it out of my head that a FOIA request may happen? Um, like, get the hopes down or get... or. I want to see if we can do one. I don't know, like, what the... Um... I'm a very hopes down guy. Like, if it's not yes, it's no. Oh, oh, it's <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm very well, Ricky Bobby about it. <laughs> no, it's yes, but I want to make sure first that, like, we can. I don't know if there's some sort of weird thing that prohibits us. But, yeah, if we can, I want to. I very much want to. Yeah. Because, yeah. man, like... I mean, like, yeah, this is swap cast going up, but, like... I have, a, like, a, as the producer of Swapcast, Phoenix Cleeter does not produce the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, William J. Jackson produces it for Wine Cellar Media, and Wine Cellar Media can put this info in front of over 100,000 people. Okay. And, like, l- l- like l- let them say you get denied uh, the information. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the phone number of that police department? All right. Here you go. All of our Facebook followers, call them, ask mm-hmm. them what the deal is. Or matter of fact, it's the plane company, right? Yep. It's not Delta, is Frontier. it? Frontier. I about to say if it's Delta, that's kind of funny. But fuck <laughs> it's Frontier. Okay, Frontier. Now, um, mm-hmm. are there any real, actual signs of trafficking that folks could look for? I mean, you're most likely not going to see them in public. Um, oh, yeah. Why like, not? Well, a lot of people assume that trafficking is like that taken movie or like this sort of situation where like, I'm just going to go into a, you know, go somewhere and like snatch a kid off the streets and, you know, bring them back. That's usually not how it happens. Most people who are trafficked are groomed over a long period of time by someone that they know, usually a family member. Um, boyfriend in one documentary. Yeah, I saw. Boy, yeah, family members, romantic partners. It could also be someone who's in. Um, like a position of authority around the family. So like coaches, pastors, that sort of thing. So people who tend to end up being trafficked are usually coming from a situation like that as opposed to just like straight up being kidnapped and, you know, locked up in a brothel in another country or whatever people think is happening. That's really not how um, trafficking works the majority of the time. It's usually someone you know grooming you into it. So we're saying that um, essentially traffickers, if you're thinking logically, folks, they're pretty sure that what they're doing is very, very illegal. And not only that, but when they get to prison, prison guards already abuse regular prisoners. Mm-hmm. Now you're in there as a trafficker mm-hmm. and you now you have the prison guards and the other prisoners on your head. Mm-hmm. So, no, traffickers aren't going to just be that obvious in public doing stupid shit getting caught do niggas sell crack on the airplane or do they fucking sling it in a dark corner in the alley come on don't be stupid 
this is swap cast. I'm putting negative. No, in. Honestly, no, a lot of people really do think that, though, like they really have no concept of how trafficking works, because if you look at all these um, like these panic videos you see now where it's like, you know, some white woman coming outside of a mall who's like, I was I was walking to my car and a white van drove past me and beeped twice. And that's code for traffickers. I was almost trafficked. <clears throat> You know, that sort of thing. Or like, there was a flyer on my windshield. If you stop and get it, someone's going to come out of the car next to you and grab you and throw you in the trunk. Like, that shit is not fucking happening like that, you know? And I do believe we actually covered. I still have the tab open to remind myself to look for updates. Um, And as much as these people act like they're so afraid of some motherfucking trafficking, here's a very small scale area of trafficking happening where Typically, it's uh, not going too far beyond that evening, I'm guessing. Mm. How about you people obsessed with trafficking and you want to stand up and stop something? You want, And that's rape culture related, right? Mm-hmm. Take your ass to bars and clubs and protect women that are clearly hammered off their ass. Do oh, that. Do that. No, do that. you don't want to do something that may actually help someone. You don't want to actually be effective. No. Hell, you can pull out your smartphones and take pictures of the guys that are trying to take them home and post them online and be like, everybody watch out for this guy. He's a rapist. You could. Seems like a dope idea. You could. I kind of want to do it myself now. <laughs> saying that out loud. Yeah. Like, And this is shit that I'm spitballing off the top of my mm-hmm. head. You people have $100 million fucking orgs. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though, is they have <clears> the money, but they can't actually um, put a dent in trafficking because then they would lose funding. Because the thing is... um. Oh, no. Uh, is Say it. That, well, it's poverty. Poverty is the biggest thing to trafficking because most people are coming from not having enough resources and being in desperate situations. <laughs> and that leads to them, you know, um, it, it's easier to groom someone with promises of wealth if they ha- don't have anything. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And so it's easier to pull people out. And like, actually, these orgs, they could just start giving people money. They could literally just fucking... Buy an apartment building and let sex workers live there rent free. You know what I mean? For like a year or something to get on their feet and maybe do some job training and get another job or whatever. Or like for there's so many sex workers who can't work a straight job because they, you know, have kids then they can't afford daycare. Like they could put that money towards daycare fees for kids. They could um, put it toward helping sex workers get on disability and finding them low rent apartments because a lot of sex workers have disabilities so they can't work, you know, a straight job. So there are like tons of solutions that involve actually empowering people and actually giving them money. But that's not what the intent of the rescue um, industry is, honestly. So, you know, yeah. Um, and oh, I was going to say when I was scrolling back, I was looking for the um, Katie Sorensen. Right. I still have that tab open to um, keep track of the story. When I was talking about like white women in the mall, this is one of them. She was one of those sort of like mommy bloggers and basically said that at a Michael's store, um, someone was attempting to uh, kidnap her and then said someone was attempting to kidnap her children. And then named a couple, and they are Hispanic. You just said Alex Jones was saying full-blooded Hispanics, right? Yeah. Uh, Sadie Vega Martinez <clears throat> and Eddie Martinez. And she basically just said these like Latino people are trying to kidnap my kids for no reason. And she's facing charges now for like filing false reports and stuff because it didn't happen. But that's like how the trafficking panic is. Like, oh, someone looked at me. They're trying to traffic me. It's like, no, that's not, that's not how it works at all. 
at if, all. If you're, a, if you're, oh wait, no, this is Swapcast. Yes. Uh, but uh, you made me think. Uh, you were talking about um, poverty and luring people away. Mm. Uh, this is why um, one of the ugliest songs and creepiest songs I've ever heard in my fucking life mm-hmm. is um, "Overnight Celebrity" mm. by Kanye West and the Twista Man mm-hmm. out of a uh, town as it were. Mm-hmm. And this isn't even a lyric. This is a part of the song where Twista Man is just talking. And he says, uh, quote, verbatim, you see, see, baby girl, you see how you make a brother break down. I just got to ask you what you need, what you need from me. Oh, you want to be a star? Oh, you messing with the right one. I can take you there. I can make sure you've got all the finest things. Mm -hmm. Let me be your manager. Right. That is in the fucking hit record that played all the... And I'm just listening. And I would point... Anytime I sit next to him, I'd be like, you realize he's talking about grooming, right? Does everyone yep. hear this? Mm-hmm. This is like, quite literally a hit record about grooming. Yep. And But, uh, you know. Yeah. Everyone's serious. No one talks about that. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. So, that's what's going on there. Wanted to cover that and, you know, keep folks updated. So, yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo. You know what? That actually uh, kind of, kind of, kind of makes it um, appropriate, right? How do, how do you, how do you do that? Do what? Maybe a a, a, di- a different closer for uh, this swap cast oh, music. Okay. I'd say. Oh, I forgot this one had that tune. Oh, you didn't think we can do it again? Twister, Kanye West, from Pope Pippin to Poppin' Tags, from Champions to Slow Jam. Oh, baby, we can even make you an overnight celebrity. Know what I'm saying? Why Come on. We play something these souls are like. Try whips, I know they like. Twister, you told a ride. Make you a celebrity overnight. Give you ice like Kobe, right? We sort of like Kobe, right? The way we mold them, right? Make you a celebrity overnight. Girl, I see you in the mouth about them jeans. Chill on your back, I want to know your name. Girl, I'm just like to blow your brains. Put you in the chameleon, no full range. Still sexy with you, smoke that frame. Jerking like a chicken when you throw that thing. She got me hotter than the oven, the way that she talk. Switching the freaking so I'm loving the way that she walk. You looking good, girl, you ought to be in pictures. Listen to me, I see your career going sky high. Taking you home to the crib in the shot. And every time I see your thighs, I cry when I drive by. Watching you should be a thrill. Got the fellas on some Johnny Gill steady screaming, my, 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 my. Walking the carpet with the diamonds, they're picking the dog. Kicking it on the couch at 106 and park. I can see your beauty on the big screen. I can see me freaking you with whipped cream. I can see you on stage at the awards with a dress better than Jennifer's and doing big things. Kick it with me, I can mow your life. You look a good girl, show you right. Dre told me you the prototype. I can make you a celebrity, yo. Why not? Play something these souls are like. Try whips, I know they like. Twister, you told her right. I can make you a celebrity, yo. Why not?